you really did it now. You jumped right into a home project and somehow, you're not sure why, it's going south. This is Ask This Old House. I'm Chris Ermanis. You had a plan, some tools, maybe even a little experience under your belt, but it happens to the best of us. Something, or a lot of things, aren't quite right. But don't panic, we're here to help. Hi, Eric. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Okay, so now before we jump into this, I want to just say that I have had my share of project conundrums and have definitely been stumped many times. So you're in a safe place here. All right, okay, so let's, good, get that, let's get that right out front. Um, and before we jump into what's not working, tell me about your house in St. Louis. Yeah, so it is built in the 1960s approximately. It hasn't been lived in since for about six, eight months. That's pretty much all we know. It's one level. It's got some old copper wiring, but there's no ground wires. And you have an electrical issue. Yes, we do. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we had our home inspection, and during the inspection, the inspector noticed that some of the outlets were not grounded with a ground wire. That's typical with a house kind of this old. And so his recommendation was to replace those outlets with GFCI, ground fault, circuit, and repair outlets. And so I looked around the internet on thisoldhouse.com and YouTube videos to try to figure out what we need to do. It seemed pretty simple. I've done outlets before, so... Started in the kitchen where the refrigerator was supposed to go, popped it in, and I got a GFCI tester just so I know that I'm uh, hooking it up correctly. Turned the power back on, plugged the tester in there, and it said open ground, which I figure was to be expected because there was no ground wire. And then on the tester, there is a button to actually trip the outlet to make sure that the outlet works correctly. When I press that button, it gives me the indicator that the hot and the neutral wires are reversed. Oh, So I thought that was kind of interesting. I'm like, okay, maybe it's just this one outlet. I'll go somewhere else. And I've got the same results for every outlet in the house that I've replaced so far. Have you had anyone look at this? I have not yet, no. How comfortable are you with electrical work? I mean, does your comfort level stop at changing outlets and switches? Or are you someone who feels comfortable going to the breaker box? Yeah, I've gone in the breaker box before. I replaced uh, an old breaker that was also brought up in our home inspection um, that was overpowered for the gauge wire that it was. So I, was, I switched that out super easy. So I'm pretty comfortable with it. I've worked with electrical for you know small stuff for years, and so I'm, I'm pretty comfortable doing that and kind of have a general idea of how it works. What's your biggest concern uh, with respect to this project? Yeah, so my biggest concern is um, the previous homeowner or homeowners hired somebody to do it or did it themselves and maybe did something incorrectly or they spliced the wires wrong or I don't really know, or maybe even the circuit breaker box isn't hooked up right. So my concern oh, okay. is that oh, that's interesting. You know, my, my outlets are actually unsafe. How's the rest of the electrical in the house? Uh, we've got some lights in the basement that don't like to turn on all the time. We have to flip the switch several times and then eventually it'll come on. And then there's one light that takes 10 minutes and then it will come on. So there really definitely has got to be something wrong with the electrical system in the house. Is it possible your house is haunted? (laughs) The thought hasn't crossed me, but hey, you never know. (laughs) The light's coming on 10 minutes later after you turn it on. That's that's scary. It's kind of strange. It's for sure. Oh, and then there's we have an outlet in our hallway that I have no idea what it does. It, there's, seem, there's no power to it, and I can't find a switch that works it. 
and then there's two switches in our bathroom in the hallway that I don't know what they do. They're just there. They switch. They don't turn anything on. No outlets. It's very weird. Hopefully they don't turn an outlet on that's hidden behind the shower wall. (laughs) That would be bad. (laughs) That would be bad. Um, Is the stuff that you're working on, is your best guess that they're original to the house or that they were something that was added on by a previous owner? My best guess is they're original to the house. When I open up the the boxes for the outlets, like it's looks super old. I've never seen it before. Mm-hmm. So, has your panel uh, circuit breaker panel been updated? Yeah, it, I mean it. It looks it looks relatively new. Like it's not dirty or scratch or anything like that. So I'm assuming it got it's been updated. All right, let's get some expert advice for you. Okay. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, thank you. This has been awesome. I'm a big fan of the show, so I can't wait to see what this podcast is gonna be like. After the break, we'll see if Heath Eastman can be a Ghostbuster. When it comes to electrical issues, Heath Eastman is our guy. Hey, Heath, it's Chris. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, thanks. So Eric has found some strange things going on with the wiring in his house. And funky wiring can be scary, right? It definitely can. All right. So the big issue with Eric's house is that the outlets weren't grounded. So he went to fix the problem by installing GFI outlets. Sure. And now when he pushes the button on the tester, it's saying that the hot and neutral wires are reversed. So before we get into that, because that doesn't sound good, First, what does it mean that an outlet is grounded? So when you look at receptacles, maybe in a newer home, you're going to see three prongs. That's going to be the hot, the neutral, and the ground. Older home may not have that. An older home may have a two-prong receptacle, and that's showing you that it's not grounded. It just has a hot and neutral. If you open up a newer jacket of wire, it's going to have three conductors in it, the black, the hot, the white that's neutral, and the bare copper wire in the middle, that's our grounding conductor. So he doesn't have that. And one of the ways to kind of upgrade to getting a three-prong receptacle to plug a device in that requires three-prong without it being a safety issue is installing a GFCI receptacle in its place. What is the purpose of a ground wire? Like, what is it even doing? The ground wire is there to get fault current away in the case of a ground fault. So if the hot conductor were to touch something grounded on an appliance, with that grounding wire being there, that gets the current away quickly back into the system and gives the breaker a chance to trip and stop anyone from being shocked. And can you give me some other examples of where ground is playing a role? I mean, because not all appliances have that third prong. Sure. Some appliances don't. You know, something that's all plastic may not have a grounding conductor. There's no metal that we have to worry about. The key to that is safety. And again, it's you hope it never gets used. It's it's just there just in case. If you need it, you want it, you want it to get the current away from you as quickly as possible to allow an inrush, to allow the breaker to trip so that we stop a fault. That's really what it's there for. Okay. Now, you said that one of the ways to update a two-prong outlet that doesn't have that third grounding conductor in the mm-hmm. wiring in an older house is to do exactly what Eric did, which was install GFCI outlets. So... What's the deal? Why is he seeing hot and neutral reversed? So this can happen every once in a while, and he's seeing it with his tester. So he took his two-wire receptacle out, installed a three-wire receptacle, 
he plugged his tester in, and when he first plugs the tester in, he's seeing that it says open ground, and that's exactly what it should show, open ground, because there isn't one there. We have a GFI that's going to provide an added layer of safety, but there's still no grounding conductor. When he's pushing the test button on the tester, because there's no grounding conductor, the tester is showing you have a hot neutral reverse situation. Some testers do that, some don't. So when he pushes the test button, he'll see the hot neutral reverse, but as soon as he releases the button, it goes back to showing just an open ground, which is the correct wiring. It's a little confusing. Okay, so pretty much Eric's fine then. He doesn't have an issue. It sounds like it's correct. Yeah, if he was installing that tester and seeing a hot neutral reverse the second he plugged it in without touching the button, then we have a problem. Okay, and what's that problem? Like, what's the issue if the two wires are reversed? Sure, so that problem's called reverse polarity, when we switch the hot and the neutral on the two prongs on the receptacle. Doesn't sound like a big deal. You may be thinking, well, whatever, one's still a hot, one's a neutral. If you've ever noticed on your plug going into a receptacle, one's a little bigger than the other, it only fits one way, that's polarized so that that side's hitting one particular prong, the other side's hitting the other one, so that we don't have a hot neutral reverse or reverse polarity with a lamp or something like that. The problem being is you risk a shock hazard. So if you have something that has reverse polarity and you plug, uh, let's say, a toaster in, you turn the switch off. Well, now you're switching the neutral off. The hot's still going through because it's backwards. So you still have energy in there. And if it has a metal frame, if you don't unplug it to service it, you could get shocked. Oof, that does not sound good. No, no. So it's really not a good thing. And on top of the worst thing being shocked, you can damage equipment as well, potentially. So you really want to fix that situation. Okay. All right. So it sounds like Eric's in, in good shape with replacing the GFCI outlets. He is. And it's a little confusing again with the tester. You wouldn't have to push the test button. So as soon as you plug the tester into the new receptacle, it would immediately show as a hot neutral reverse telling you you have the black and the white on the wrong terminals. All right, Heath, my man, you like knocked it out of the park with this. This is actually like pretty straightforward and Eric doesn't have to rewire his whole house. No, this is a nice easy one. He's, he did everything correctly. It's just that tester can sometimes be a little confusing. Thanks, Heath. Thank you. Got a long overdue project at your house? Submit your project at askthisoldhouse.com. Ask This Old House is produced by Catherine Penalosa at Rococo Punch. Production support from Sarah Chase. Thanks to Eric Gustafson and Heath Eastman. If you want to let us know what you think of the show, send us an email, ask at thisoldhouse.com. And subscribe to our podcast newsletter at thisoldhouse.com slash newsletters. Don't forget to watch our Ask This Old House TV show on PBS and in the This Old House app. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and YouTube. I'm Chris Ermides. See you next week.